Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Thursday, February 23. My name is Steve, and Lon's here with me again as we um, look at today's passage as part of the the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Um, We are looking at Matthew 8, 23 through 27, Um, and uh, we'll we'll get to that in just a minute. But we like to spend time on Thursday just sharing some things we're thankful for. So, Lon, what are you thankful for? So when uh, I knew this was going to be asked, I I got a couple things, actually, and... uh, First one will probably sound cheesy mm-hmm. um, because it's my mom. Okay. Um, and uh, as a, uh, I'll call myself a pessimistic introvert, okay. which means somebody <laughs> that can get that can sit around and think about things that can go wrong. Yeah. And which um, that's done me well in my occupation and what I do for a living because I can look for problems hopefully before they happen. Yeah. But in real life, that sometimes isn't the greatest quality. So as my mom is getting older, she's about 87. Uh, she is going to be 87 here pretty quick, just a few weeks. And, um, you know, her health is not, her health is good, but her body's just, you know, it's 87. She got, tree fell on her mm. 15 years ago and multiple broken bones. And that's wow. starting to catch up to her a little bit. But whenever I go and see her, and whenever I talk to her on the phone, she is so thankful okay. and and happy. And she's just one of these people that if there's a drop of water in her glass, it's half full. Okay. And and you know her memory isn't as good as it used to be, but she is a thankful person. Yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm thankful for her. I'm thankful for that example. Yeah. And the other is a, a, a guy that I've gotten to know probably over the last 15 years. And he's really somebody that I've, I've worked with. He works at a company in Lowell. And his name is Craig. And uh, Craig's had a tough go. Um, I don't know how many years ago. He's, he's, he uh, came, out with, came down with diverticulitis. And, and that's not an awful disease, but he lost a ton of weight, missed work a lot of work and stuff but he was always his spirits were always good a few years ago his heart started giving out and he was in the hospital and he was actually so bad that he was one day from being taken off the trans heart transplant oh, wow. list and uh and then he they got him heart and he he said lon they they told him it'll be two three days before you kind of come out of the fog and everything he's and he said lon I woke up 12 hours after they put that heart in, and I just wanted to hit the call button and scream at the nurses and tell them how good I felt. Oh, and he was, oh wonderful. And he was just a, he was a heart transplant, um, you know, billboard for yeah. how good it And he was just happy and said, I, you know, and he had a 26-year-old heart, and he was he felt great. And, and um, this was just three years ago and now he's he's got throat cancer right now okay. and so it's just one thing after another but yet he's always smiling okay. he's always positive 
He's going through chemo. He's going to fill it actually by the time this um, airs. He will be just finishing up radiation and chemo. And uh, he's an encouragement to me. Yeah. He's, life is throwing everything at him that it can. And he's just a positive person. Yeah. And I'm just, I guess I'm thankful for those two people in my life to reflect that positivity. And I mean, and my family, obviously, yeah, I'm thankful yeah. for. But uh, yeah. those two things kind of stuck out as, you know, people that are positive yeah. about the things going on around them. Good. And uh, even though they're not all good all yeah. the time. So so I think they would fit perfectly into the passage we're going to read today mm-hmm. um, as far as some of the positive things we can take out. And so I think I'm just uh, thankful for one. I mentioned yesterday about my brother-in-law who had the stroke and um, I mm-hmm. haven't heard a re- update in the past day or so. But, you know, he um, had some positive news from the doctor when it first happened. He obviously is still alive and, and just it's going to be mm-hmm. a, a road for him to hold. But it's it's mm-hmm. a lot better than it could have been. So. So I'm thankful for that. And just um, I'm thankful for God's timing. There's um, the week that we're recording this, um, just some things over the past couple of days, um, God has really spoke to me. So um, this, the sermon this past Sunday from when we recorded is when Matt was talking about work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I, you know, I've had some <laughs> rough time at work the past couple of weeks and just, you know, that message was good. Um, as I was driving to work this morning, so today is February 7th, um, the podcast this morning, they were talking about some things that kind of dealt with what I was going to face today. And so, uh, and then this, the story we're going to read today, um, you know, there's, there's storms that have just come out of nowhere recently for me. And, you know, so all these things, um, Jesus is just saying, okay, here's, here's my word for you right now. So, <laughs> so that, that was really cool that his timing just is, is perfect in that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of his word, let's read it. So okay. uh, Lon's going to read to us Matthew eight twenty three through 27. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. So what did you uh, take out of this about God? Yeah. Um, Well, this is something that this story has always kind of resonated with me. Um, First of all, and um, my dad has been a sailor all his, well, all my life. I think we got a first boat when I was in first grade and you know, he loves it. I'm not a big fan of sailboats, especially when they get <laughs> rocky. And, and <laughs> yeah. I've shared some of those stories yeah. befo- before on the podcast, but um, what always strikes me is that um, Jesus wasn't rattled by the storm. Matter of fact, he was sleeping, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't, I mean, just, you know, being on my dad's boat, when it does get a little windy or rocky, it's tipping back and forth. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody sleeping yet. No. Yeah. I, I thought the same yeah. thing. It's like, uh, one, it's not like they had a Viking cruise ship right. back then. They yeah. probably had wooden beams in the bottom and who knows what. Yeah. And it's like, was he sleeping or was he... <laughs> Was he sleeping at first? Or how do you sleep in that? Yeah. But what it says to me is that he's not rattled by the storms around us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he knows that he is safe. He knows that he's in the center of God's plan for him right there, which is not necessarily a safe thing to be in the center of God's plan, but um, he knows what the outcome will be. Um, and so he didn't need to worry. Um, whereas the disciples were just the opposite. They saw all the storm, all this, you know, mm-hmm. all these ways that they could die. Um, mm-hmm. And they're probably a little bit like, why is he sleeping? Come on, Jesus, don't you understand this? And, right. But Jesus knows what's going on. And um, although the storms could be dangerous, um, you know, although, um, you know, like with your friend, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe eventually the different things will catch up to him and he won't be healed on the side of heaven. Mm-hmm. But um, Jesus knows ultimately that we're, we're going to be taken care of. And so he's not bothered by the storms. Yeah. yeah. I wondered... You know, did was Jesus showing them again that he wants to be asked? Yeah. You know, it's kind of what Dwight and Hayden and Julie said again. They God wants conversation. Yeah. What? Well, he got conversation out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But but I I just wonder if if uh, he was gonna just wait for them to God can you take care of this? Yeah. And. so maybe Calm he wasn't stones. sleeping, he just had his eyes closed well, pretending. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to read too much into yeah. that. But um, but it's it's kind of interesting that they, I mean, in the just the last passage yesterday was a flurry of healing and miracles and, yeah. you know, and yet they get on the boat, there's one storm, and they think, okay, now we're going to die. Yeah. And uh, and then he calms the storm, and they're like, you know, wow, he, okay, he can heal people, but he can also shut down the wind and the waves, yeah, and control it. So, yeah, I thought the same thing too. And um, you know, and Jesus kind of calls him out, and he says, "Oh, you little f- faith, why are you afraid?" But you know, he, they have seen him do so many miracles. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, why did they in this moment waver so much? Why were they afraid? Um, uh, so then I, so then I had to stop as I wrote that down. Um, it's like, well, wait a second. Why do I doubt, you know, I've, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen, you know, the same miracles that, that these people, but I know that Jesus can do anything. Yeah. I know that he can heal. I know that he can calm storms. I know that he can help us weather the storms. Um, so why do I doubt, um, when those storms come, mm-hmm. you know, as I alluded to, when you first told about the, you know, your friend and your mom, mm-hmm. they're in the middle of the storms and yep. they're not letting it shake them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how, why do I let the storms shake me when they come? But if we were there on that boat, would we be any different? Right. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. I often, this is not this story. Um, it's another boat story. But when um, Peter walks on the water, I often imagine, what are the other 11 disciples doing? You know, are there some others that are also trying to step out of the boat? You know, are John and James and, you know, are there some that are kind of like, ooh, I'll see if he goes first. But, you know, there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of responses. But you're right. If we're in this, um, just knowing about, you know, my own history and my dad's sailboat in the middle of Lake Michigan, um, I would probably be very much afraid. So um, what else do we learn about people? Uh, I think sometimes it 
they showed it here. It takes a lot to get to fully trust Jesus. Yeah. To fully trust Jesus is a big deal. And we like to re- depend on ourselves uh, and our own earthly strengths, even though most of the time they end up being weaknesses. Right. Um, and, and, you know, the, and they've just witnessed, like we just talked, a bunch of miracles. And, uh, and now all of a sudden they think this is it. This is the end. Yeah. And, uh, and I think we can see things around us and we can have this knowledge of the whole book. We get the whole, pl- we get the whole playbook. Right. Yeah. And we still can't, you know, I can't quite get there. Yeah. A lot of times of that just submitting. Yeah. Um, I think also um, one of the points of this is, or what the what we learn about humans is, despite knowing that we're with Jesus, we can allow ourselves to be distracted by the storm, mm-hmm. um, and so that's uh, you know a good challenge. The storms will come. Um, that's it's not that they won't, or if they come, the storms will come, um, and when that happens, do we let that take our focus off of Jesus? Um, or do we still focus on, on what he does for us? And I think that's something that I've been working through. Like I said, these have, you know, these pastors have come just the right time. I think when this, you know, these issues at work have been coming up, I, I tend to look at, okay, what does that mean? Um, in the work environment, what does that mean for, you know, how I'm doing versus, okay, but I'm doing what I feel God has called me to do. Um, Mm -hmm. to be a teacher. And as long as he has called me to do that, then I need to trust that he's going to help me with whatever problems may come. Um, So, yeah, so that's, um, you know, I think that's something that we easily do. We lose focus on Jesus to focus on the danger that comes around us. And we just need to learn not to do that. But trust does take a while. So, yeah. You you inhale. You're going to say No, I was just... uh, I was going to the very last thing, but go, I don't go, know go if we're there. there. Yeah, I, no, I, I was the only principle or the thing that I took out of this is remember who is completely in charge of everything and try and live into that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a great way first. And so as you go throughout today, remember who is in charge of, any, of everything and lean into that. So thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.